This is Stephanie, and this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So, If you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. (laughs) Um, So it's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars or five dollars. And you can do as many as you would like. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buy me a coffee.com backslash mocha minutes. I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. I'd rather have cheese than silver and gold. No fame or fortune. No riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Don't give me a mansion on top of the hill. Don't give me the world and its shallow thrill. But just give me a savior, my life he can hold. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Woke up this morning feeling kind of down. Called on my best friend. She could not be found, but I called on Jesus, my life he can hold. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold, silver and gold. Hello, welcome to the Mocha Minutes podcast. I'm Stephanie, and this has been your churchy minute. Oh, gosh, it's been a minute, but I've, I've been here a little while. But yeah, um, welcome to the Monkey Wins Podcast, y'all. This is Stephanie. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Um, just thank you. So today is September 21st, and today marks six years of the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Woo! Full disclosure, um, I recorded this episode before, and then when I listened to it, there was no sound. Zero. Like, it was like nothing. And then I'm like, I am too long tooth in this game for me to make it simple mistakes. Girl, I did push record. It just, the mic wasn't plugged in correctly. Um, I'm sorry, into the right port. So there's that. Um, so today's not a, oh, I, I don't even, I want to say traditional show because I don't have a traditional show. It's like, eh. um, but I just wanted to take time on this mic to just thank all of you for helping me to get to six years of Mocha Minutes. Um, thank you for everyone who has listened shared, reviewed, recommended, hate listened to <laughs> this show. I'm like, I'm sorry. May he rest in eternal peace where he said, a download is a download. And that is dearly departed Curtis. A download is a download that is stuck with me and I will stay with it. Um, so thank you all of you for being on this journey that is Mocha Minutes. I appreciate 
all of you. I appreciate all of your time. I appreciate the laughs. I appreciate the emails, Samash, um, saying, hey, girl. So I was listening. I said, Ooh. <laughs> I love Samash. He cracks me up. But he'd be like, let me tell you something, girl. I was listening. I'm like, let me tell you something. And for some reason, because, I mean, it's on the horizon. It's in in my thought to have a YouTube channel. When I tell you, I'm going to have to find out a way that I can get Samaj to be the person who do the timestamps on the YouTube because I swear he'd be perfect at it because he'd be like, so I was listening to this. I'm like, okay, Samaj. Like, well, I love it. I love him and I love it. Um, I just think about this journey and a person that I have become, the person I'm going to continue to be, the person that is on the horizon. And I am going to warn y'all, I'm going to try to not cry on this mic. I'm going to cry. I'm going to attempt to try not to cry. But if you hear me sniffling, it's because it's a lot of feelings with a lot of folks. I would be remiss to say... I would not even be at six years of Mocha Minutes. I would not be still on this journey if the initial push was not given. There would be no Mocha Minutes without Iman Edwards. It just wouldn't. It would be no Mocha Minutes without her. And I know she's like, girl, I didn't do anything. She did. The thing about it is sometimes you can look out the door and say, I'm going to walk out that door and then your feet don't move. And then you have somebody with their whole hand on your shoulder blade pushing you out. Because Iman saw me doing this show more than I did. Because she's like, you don't. The thing about it is I was so scared to put myself out there. And she wasn't. She's like, uh-uh, get out there. You can do this. You do not need nobody. You go out there. I swear. She is my Auntie Brooklyn. I'm sorry. She, I'm sorry. No, I am Auntie Marilyn. She's Grandma Brooklyn. My Grandma Brooklyn pushed me out the door. I think she put her hand on my shoulder blade and her foot on my butt and kicked me out the door. The initial inspiration of actually thinking that I could do a podcast comes from Ron and Karen from the Black Owl Tips, where Rod was on a feedback show and said, if y'all have thoughts and feelings, I think y'all like start a podcast it's like if you have feeling you feel opinions that you feel like are valid and should be out there start a podcast and it's like huh but then again i was like well i'm no x i'm no y i'm no per i'm not this person so i can't do it and then once you start to do it you realize i'm not them but i'm me and i'm pretty pretty awesome actually <laughs> so again anybody who said i want to start a podcast I do the same thing somebody else told me. Do it. Stop waiting for it to be like, I got to have a studio. I got to have an editor. I got to have a, a, a jingle palette. You don't need none of that. You just need you. The thing about it is, it's like, if you start at perfection when you started, there's no place for you to go. You, you It's okay to like start at a certain level and then grow, 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 grow. There are people who started in a closet, in their car using their Apple earbuds and um, recording on their phone. And then they looked at the journey like, man, I went from this to this. Started from the bottom, now we're here. See how that worked? But I am just thankful that my friend of over 20 years, because, yeah, um, it's 2023. So oh, we've we've been friends for over 20 years. She was like, no, you can do it. And this sometimes, a lot of times, that's God sends you people. Because it's like you can hear his voice and he's like, you ain't going to pay attention to me. So let me send you somebody tangible so you'll listen to them. And then at the beginning, everybody's podcast journey, when you're a podcaster, you kind of go like, is this important? Should I do it? And then God sent me another person and that is... Derek Jones, a.k.a. Rashani, a.k.a. Um, 
final level boss, aka single simulcast, aka consistently good. And by the way, if you're not in California and you've not had his food, I'ma beat you. Okay. I will whip you like a bad, bad donkey. Okay. Because I'm sorry. If I lived in the bay where Rashani is and I had access to food, I'd be like, what happened? I'm sorry. He's gonna have to like get me like a credit. I'm like, how do I do put this food on credit? Because I'm sorry, I'd be like, take my money because it looks way too good, and this it's it looks good, so I know it is good. So, but in general, he is someone who literally it. He was like, and the thing about it is, is like he didn't know until I said it, and he was like, wait, what? I said that? I'm like, really? I was thinking about like maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I'm not important. Until he said, hey. I listen to your podcast. I like your podcast. We didn't really know each other. And I was like, Rashani, you have no idea what that did for me. And he was just like, oh, I didn't. Because the thing about it is, if I'm going to say this, if you think someone is doing well, tell them. If you like somebody's content, tell them. Because you don't know on what day that you're saying this to them that they probably needed to hear that. Like, because a lot of things when you're a podcaster, there's a lot of doubt. Should I keep doing this? Should I be doing this? What should I be doing? And then I just, mm, yeah, you just never know. This means so much. It means just so much. And then Meeting certain people means you meet other people. If I hadn't met Mashani, I wouldn't have met Charmaine Main. I wouldn't have met three different dudes named Brandon, three different black dudes named Brandon, <laughs> three different black dudes who named Brandon, who are black and who podcast, and all the podcasts are, are a little bit different. And the matter is, is like, is it? It's direct when i say because of derek it's directly and indirectly because of being the same like hey i like this person but um charmaine main my main squeeze that is my boo and mind you we have never met we have not met in person yet it's happening it just hasn't happened yet yet i'm proclaiming it i know she is in Merida and I'm like just know that's probably gonna be my summer home I'll be laying in a hammock with her hopefully no big scary um insects come and freak me out if not she'll just make sure make sure there's no um lizard in the toilet but um that's my girl that is my honey bear that is just she's so great she really is and she's very much like let me tell y'all something I know y'all heard about um mixed black woman i am not that i'm not her but also she brings out folks that are just like her so that's the thing she's like i don't know who be telling y'all these lies but guess what we all not she is militantly mixed she she love us for real she love all she loves the black people she love all the mixedness it's like be your mixed ass self i'm all about it and i'm there to just sit there and go like that's right be your mixed ass self she teaches a lot about identity loving yourself queerness traveling uh, main hustle girl she on her main hustle and in my purview and travels of being a podcaster i stepped into a place where I, i'm also a reality show junkie i'm not reality tv junkie more i like it and then also a bravo holic and i found all the bravo holics and i had the pleasure of and i still don't remember how this happened i truly do not um i met i met somebody else by the name of Monty, aka my bravo podcast bravo content godmother mixing with Monty. and if she didn't say oh no i like stephanie she cool i wouldn't have met my fiery airy sister who let me just explain something to y'all. She don't play about me, okay? She don't play about me. She, uh, I'm like, oh, Lord, she the shit. She is from Jersey. She ready to be some ass, okay? That's my girl, Taria, from what else is going on. But also in the purview, I met my Kennedy. Bravo, while black. 
I met Zoe. I met Donnie. He is the cute one. But Chelsea is kind of fine, y'all. Just, just saying. Y'all don't always get to see her face, but I saw her face, and her face is face called Don't Decline. Okay. Um, but Donnie is the cute one, and he's my favorite dude in the wig. And then there's Quinn. Quinn is so funny. Oh my gosh. He is so funny. Com- comedian fits him, but also he's a Leo, so that's, you know, I can see that. So here's the thing about Leos. Um, sidebar. When it comes to Leos and how we feel about other Leos, either we really like them or we really hate them. There is no happy medium. And I found that um, the Leos that I love, I absolutely love them. The ones that I'm just like, girl, get off my line. They better get off my line. Okay. Um, I met, see, that's the thing. Being on a podcast means that I branched out to different avenues like Instagram and also Clubhouse. Clubhouse has yielded me to have wonderful friendships, wonderful talks, some of the best belly laughs ever by meeting people who. And like, because of proximity or where we are, I would never meet them. Now, everybody knows I got a TT named Natalia and she, you know, her and Ebony, that's my mama's. And I always, she always laugh at me when I say, why my mama's fighting? I'm going to need y'all to fight. I'm going to tell my therapist that my mama's fighting again. I always like messing with TT, but she is so daggone funny. (laughs) Hilarious. I met my English trumpet. Victoria met Les, who literally, I'm like, let me tell you something. Les, do not forget me when you're extremely a very, very big deal. Okay. Do not forget about me. Um, when I would be on Clubhouse, shout out to Dave Quinn and Jim. Dave Quinn, aka he be knowing stuff about the Oswald show. Um, he wrote the book, Diamonds and Rose. Okay. I still need to get I mean, he's also my fur baby. My fur, my furry Eni's cashews daddy. He gonna get me when I say that. But again, he is my furry Eni's cashews daddy. That's David. Um, he created a place called Clubhouse, a space on. Sorry, not Clubhouse. Whew. He created Club Bravo on Clubhouse, and I met some really good people. Met some people that is like. We formed real friendships because I think the thing about we think about proximity, you never met them in person that they they can't be your friends. I'm like, they can if there is a level of energy and also transparency and honesty. And I formed some really good friendships with people on Clubhouse and I actually got to meet them in person. I'm like, I know a person who, I know a reality person. That's my doctor. I can call her doctor, mind you. She is my friend and I still call her doctor. And she's like, you don't have to call me that. Listen here, Dr. Momo, I'm not doing this with you. Anyway, Dr. Monica, <laughs> I am like, you don't have to call me doctor. I'm like, I don't, but you got a fucking degree, bitch. I'm calling you doctor. I don't know. It's like, I feel like I just called her Monica. She'd be like, you okay? I'm like, I don't. Cause I call her Dr. Momo. Oh my goodness. But yeah. Um, uh, so when I would be on Clubhouse, they were like, oh, you preaching. Let me tell you something. I may be a pastor, but Brandon Good, Finney, is the bishop, okay? That is my buddy. He, mm, he be putting his thigh meats out. Y'all better, you boys better be paying attention. Um, and it's just an amazing time. Kennedy is Kendrick from um, Reality and Comics too. Let me tell y'all something. That is my forever. Um, next time, if we are at the same wedding, Kendrick is my date and that's it. Don't don't even think about him bringing somebody else. It's not. I'm his date and don't do this. Okay. Um, I just, I've met so many good people that make me laugh and are just good, good fun. Samaj, I love him. Um, this journey on podcasting also yielded me to my girl, Cook. Down in Southern Merlin, honey. That's my that's my girl. That's my sis. Just an amazing person. It's like the thing about if I wasn't doing a podcast, I would have never met Cook. But we also met. The first time we met was literally at going to go see <laughs> going to go see Black Panther. That was an adventure because it was down in DC. Y'all know I don't travel. 
the DC into the city. Oh girl, where we going? But um, Black Panther was like a moment where it's like black people, like people were like literally like dressing up. Either had the Sunday best on, they had that dress African garb, and people were like, oh girl, you look cute. I'm like, oh girl, you look cute too. Oh gosh, it was amazing time. It was just an amazing time. Um, there's so many people in the last six years that I've been able to meet. I just want to thank. I feel like now I can get talk about thank yous. I'm trying not to cry, y'all. I really am. Um, I just want to thank every person who's been a guest on this podcast. Oh, sorry, sports. I've met a lot of sporty, sporty folks. The Gridiron Gals. Let me tell you something. I'm so glad one of them is a Ravens um, fan. I'm like, thank you. Because y'all think like women just like looking at cute men in um, tight pants. We do. But we also enjoy the sport. I actually enjoy watching football now that I understand it. It's kind of like you enjoy watching anything once you understand the rules. I think one of these days I'm going to have to like get somebody to explain hockey to me. Then maybe I'll enjoy it because, I mean, I like watching sports. You know, but cold sports. That is my dog. He is just very funny, very nice. Just a, and when I say he's a lovely man, he's very gracious. He is like he's one of those old school gentlemen that we hear about. That a lot of people are like no, no. When I say that like, he's a gentleman, he really is. There's a lot of people who prefer who like cosplay as gentlemen who are really slime balls, but not him. Um. I got ratchet aunties and uncles. Never was like my my auntie, my auntie Asa, because I'm her auntie Steffi. And it was like, we're at this age where it's like, I'm like, I actually have a nephew, so I technically am an aunt. So it's like, I don't have no problem with it. But you know, of a certain age and your auntie age, it used to be around 50. And it, it, it went down to 35 so quickly. And I'm like, how do we get here? I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, I actually have a nephew. So I mean, it is what it is. So I'm like, my uncles Jay and Ricky. Um, I shouldn't be. Every time I think, I'm like, guys, guys, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm like, the, the thing about it, we would crack up and rant and go all over, like, oh, look, a butterfly, ADHD, so much that Asa was like, literally, I'm going, guys, I'm going. It's like, oops, sorry, Asa, we're supposed to end it. Oh my gosh. But so much fun. And me crack, I cannot mention this. Um, this basketball player's name because literally um he's the most socially awkward thing I've ever seen in my life but he is so damn funny and no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say his name but y'all probably know like hey yeah um him whoo I just I don't even know it was just like is he cosplaying it's like watching a robot cosplay as a human being watching him um interact I don't understand why he's like this um just talent, just talented people. I just, I'm just thinking about all the people that have actually had to be on this show. It's like, I told you that Ron and Karen inspired me to be a podcaster. They were actually on the show. Barry from Podcasts and Color, who created a directory that a lot of people were like, no, you want to pay me first. Labor of love. That is the person you need to know. Cause believe me, if she's like, she don't know the person, she knows somebody who knows. It's like, Barry is that person. It's like, oh my gosh diamond from diamonds from marsh's plate <sighs> that lady one she reignited my love for white cheddar cheez-its they're the superior cheez its fight um fight your mom fight the wall argue with somebody else don't argue with me um it's the best but diamond is just so smart and so full of not only life experience but knowledge so when people were talking to me like things like especially like so when people talk trans issues like uh don't talk to me talk to diamond don't talk to me talk to her and if you hear me repeating something say my oh my gosh you seem so in tune or it's like you seem so educated i'm like that's because i heard it from some trans woman or man believe me i'm only regurgitating something they already said I am not coming up with this on the top of my dome. I am not somebody who was just an oracle and I just came out the womb knowing it. Please believe I listened to somebody else. That's it. That's it. That's all. So every guest I've ever had on the podcast, thank you. Thank you for saying yes to me. Thank you for like 
changing around, changing around your schedule to be on Mocha Minutes. Thank you for letting me be on your platforms. I am just, sometimes I'm in awe of the fact that I still did this as a podcast that I can't believe it. Um, and I want to say thank you to my family. So my brother, who, gosh, what does he not do, honestly? He's one of my favorite, outside of Cole, to talk about sports with him. I like talking about stuff with him. I still remember us doing an episode. I think it was right after Kobe passed. And Kobe was one of his favorite players. And it was just like, huh. This is this is crazy because I'm like, it just seemed like it wasn't real. I'm like, this cannot be real life right now. Like, what is happening? And then there's my mom who is just like, you want me? It's like, she's like, you want me on the show? I'm like, of course, because she, she's pretty dope. <laughs> it's like, she is. Um, My dad, this is not his world. He's not his realm. He thought I hosted a talk show or a radio show. He would never not say nothing about it is. It was kind of like when I did, he's like, oh no, I wouldn't like he was very much like very humble. He was a very humble man. And so this is back in the day where more people had tons like business cards for their podcast. I did it for ironically, what's coming up in October, Afros and Audios. This is the fifth annual um afros and audios and for the first i had gotten cards gave it to um gave a few out my dad carried around my card for my podcast i had no idea he had it in i had no idea and i think we talk about people supporting and everything we talk about that we're always looking for the things that's the most in our face. Like, oh, you share my stuff, you share, you retweet, whatever. But it means so much that he just held on to it. Because one, that means a lot. And I know it's like, like, oh, did he ever listen to it? I'm like, I kind of don't care. Because the fact that he held on to that card and it was just like, because one... I didn't know he had did that. So I don't even know who he showed it to. He could have showed it to other people. I didn't realize that my mother was telling other people. I was like, wait, you're what now? I just, I'm just really thankful that I have, this podcast has yielded me experiences with some of the most amazing people when i first recorded this episode and um i was like i had no sound i knew exactly who to message and it was ellen Taria. i was like y'all i'm about to be sick i was about to gnash my teeth and they're like oh it's like oh like literally and i know Taria's trying to figure out how to fix this i was like Taria, i know exactly what happened and i'm like it sucks it sucks right but i just yeah i'm really y'all i'm really trying not to cry i really am i really am so i had to go through like for six years i've had some dope people on the show i have some dope people saying hey i like your content outside of podcasting being going youtube with um hershey's um hershey kiss and her youtube page i'm like she could have just she ain't gotta have me there and being able to go up on platforms like TTP or like or listening to different YouTubers. I one of my favorite YouTubers is the Brooke Ashley. And she said yes to this podcast. And I am like, she didn't have to say yes. And she is so she's so funny. She is my I love her. And I remember when I um like if when when my first my dad first passed, she's one of the first people to reach out to me because she knew how this felt. And she said, Stephanie, whether it's complete shock or you knew nothing prepares you, it won't matter. It it wouldn't it wouldn't have mattered. 
Because I think she had took some time off after her dad passed and then came back and she's like, I don't think it would have mattered if it was sudden. I'm like, we knew and it still was like, this can't be real. So I'm just, I'm thankful for that. That, you know, I had so-so from Bad and Boozy. We recorded and she said, I just want to pray for you because I I know the pain. I know that I can, like the thing about it is, Recording after my dad's past has been very interesting because people can kind of hear it. They're like, How? like, I know you're not okay. I'm here if you need me. And I have not taken any of that lightly when anybody has said it. Because I appreciate because when you don't have to say that. I could sit here and talk about someone, but I'm not going to do that. Because I'm just going to hold them to that moment when you were actually being my friend. I don't have to talk about what happened what happened in the last year. What's the point? It's no point. But because of this, Mike, I've met some really amazing people. And I'm so glad that I've met everyone that this this Mike has yielded me to meet. So and also for everybody who listened, Peanut Man, let me tell you something. He would be like, I'm uh, listening right now. And that means so much. He got a little one. I'm, I mean, he got a whole wife and a little one and a dog. I'm like, come on, man. I love it. Brandon, my buddy. I just know some dope people. And I'm just so lucky to have them in my life. Talib Jasir, who started Afros and Audio. So, let me just do a little bit more and then we're going to talk about a couple of topics because two people I want to talk about. Um, he started Afros and Audios and I had only been a podcaster for a few months and I had applied, said yes. And I'm so glad I did that because then I met, I met my Uncle Red, PJ Ryan. Um, excuse me. He's my Uncle Red. And y'all like, he ain't got no red hair. He don't have no red hair now. But he's still my Uncle Red and that's AKA that's Pam's boyfriend. Um, but yeah, I met some dope people. I won't ever. And I got a hug from Queen, from Team of Queen and Jay, and she'll be hugging people. And I'm like, oh, and I met Queen and Jay. And just, I can't, there's like one people where I'm like, I'm a fan. And I'm like, did not disappoint me when I met them. Diamond didn't either because I was also a fan. Um. But to live just here, thank you for creating the community that is Afros and Audio because you've yielded so many people. Let me tell you something. My New Orleans baby. I can't. See, she's going to make, see, I'm going to cry if I talk about her. Um, I am. I'm going to cry if I talk about her. But I feel like I have to talk about her because she makes me laugh. She makes me laugh. I'm trying not to cry. But she make me laugh, okay? It's like, I, I don't even know what to say. Okay. I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I had to, I had to take a moment. So... My my Lorland's baby, Latrice. <laughs> went to a different podcast festival, the Black Pot Fest. Shout out to Ona. Okay. It's like that thing is um was immaculate, so much fun. Whew, that vegan. Mm, that that vegan food truck. Ugh, that thing, that that chicken sandwich. Woo. When I tell you. I had been threatening Latrice. I said, the minute I see you, I'm going to throw myself on you and show her. And I was like, she was lucky that it was in, the, like, she walked in the middle of a, um, it was a presentation. I'm like, you lucky it would have started because if it wasn't, I'd have thrown myself at you. But it's like, yeah. But Afros and Audios is coming back in October and I cannot wait. And I'm just excited. And y'all should be excited too. I'm going to put some information link in the bio. But I'm trying, oh, my feelings are all over the place because I can't believe it's been six years and trying not to weep. 
So let's let me do two t- two topics and then we're gonna get on out of here. So first topic. Tyler Perry decided to get on the internet and talk to somebody and say, um, I so here's the thing. When someone says, I probably shouldn't say this because I'm gonna get in trouble, they are. But then when they say I'm gonna say it anyway, it's like then that means you want all the smoke. If you like, I probably shouldn't say this, or I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this. You probably are. He decided to say, um, women like black women, especially black women, uh, are making more money. Y'all like breadwinners, whatever. And if that man is just nice to you and he can only afford the life bills, like his gift may not be your gift. Time out, homie. So of course, when I heard it, I was like, wait, what? It's like it was very much he's a good, he's a good man, Savannah. For context, if you've never seen Wayne Exhale, if you've never read the book, but really this is in the movie because um, the mama's character is in the book about her like just taking any old thing of any piece, a piece of man is better than no man at all. And it's like, girl, what? But Savannah's mother was saying he's a good man, Savannah, about the man who literally had a wife and children and was having an affair with Savannah. And Savannah fell away. And her mom's like, he's a good man. No, a good man is... A man who has a wife and children at home and cheating and having a full-blown affair with another woman is not a good man. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. But So, of course, there was a whole bunch of, is a whole bunch of conversation about it because it was very seemingly short-sighted. The thing about it is, is like, and I need folks to understand when it comes to Black women, most notably, you don't realize a lot of them actually have settled. And then you see resentment. So the thing about it is also it is not that women need to be more comfortable with a man making less of them. Men need to be more men are the ones, the men who literally that he's talking about, you need to talk to them and say they should be a little bit more um accepting of women making more to them. I remember there was this podcast clip where a guy said, oh, this woman says she got a career. She make more to them, more like more than most men. And the man literally said, well, you're disqualified because why would a man want to be with you? So it's not women who are having problems with them being top earners or the, the main provider of the household. It's men who have a problem. But then here's the rub, right? Because I think, I don't think men heard or maybe they were so first enamored with, uh uh-huh, tell these women that you just realized that he called y'all a bunch of brokies who who can't do better. Because the lesson of do better is never taught to the men. They're taught to, like, it's not men do better, it's women settle for less. And it's like, that's super weird. But I also want to point out the fact that Tyler Perry grew up in a home full of women. He changed his first name because he didn't want to be associated with his daddy. And he still said something like that. Man is full in a house full of women. And still was carrying this misogynistic water. Because why are you telling us to like lower our standards and not telling men to take your place? This is the same man who did a play called I Could Do Bad All By Myself. So why are you telling these women to do bad when you used to say you could do bad all by yourself. You're also a billionaire. So you dang a millionaire's no skin off your nose. Cause what the heck? Like what is happening here? Um, so there's that. And it was just like, I'm glad that there's a couple of guys that have noticed that. Like, so basically you're saying we a bunch of brokers and women should settle for us. I'm like, yeah, because that's what they're saying, because y'all patron saint. Kevin Samuels, let's be very clear. <clears throat> he calls y'all brokeies and y'all... <clears throat> Kevin Samuels is very much a broke boys don't deserve no pussy kind of person. He was like that too. But the thing about it is y'all were so focused on y'all thinking that he was humbling women. I'm like, so did y'all miss all the all the videos of him humbling men? Like, how much do you make? Oh, no, you don't deserve no nice woman. Oh, you don't deserve no finance woman. How much do you make? Oh, you don't deserve that. He would say it to their face. But y'all were so focused on, hey, look over there, it's humbling some women. 
and I saw that this coach about the woman getting hit with a brick where someone lied and said, I'm a nurse and I can tell you, time out, homie. There's no way in hell a nurse can get on the internet and disclose anybody's medical history and keep her job. She could also seemingly lose her license depending on the the state that she's in. There's no way a nurse, and the bad part about it is she can just say she's a nurse. Y'all would believe her. The thing about it is you are so quick to discredit my, oh, she ain't go really go to the hospital. Why would she not go to the hospital? Why would she stand lie about that? Y'all reported and said it was fraud so much. They froze those funds. Meanwhile, she probably do need that money because, hey, hi, she got hit in the face with a brick. Because a man, she told him no, and he hit her with a brick. And here's the thing. she I don't remember. At first, she didn't really say that a black man hit her. She said that there were black men standing around who seemingly didn't do anything. And then you saw the discourse of, well, I mean, look, you want me to risk my life calling the, calling the authorities, calling 911 because you witnessed an assault is not risking your life. Going over to check on her is not risking her life. Giving a statement to the police, because apparently there is not only a medical report, but a police report about this incident is not risking your life. But you know what's really funny? Well, good fortnight, which is 15 days. Before this, you saw a video of a man getting to a um a scuffle with a group of drunk white people. And you saw literally people running down the veranda to help him. A man literally jumped off a boat to swim to help him. Any of them risking their lives? Any of them? Oh, y'all didn't care. See, that's the thing. When you value someone's life, you don't care. It's like, uh-uh, no. It's like, this is about doing the right thing. We're not asking you to turn into like Luke Cage or Batman or do something. You literally could have just been like, oh my God, like y'all ain't say nothing. There was a woman who put it on TikTok where she was standing like, like I think she told no to a man who like, basically he quote unquote was commenting who was, who he said, I'm complimenting you. She's like, I, that's not a compliment to me. I think it was about her clothing. And then all of a sudden she turned into a whole bunch of whores and bitches because he, she didn't acknowledge him. And that man was within earshot and I could hear him yelling. You know what else I didn't hear in earshot? Another man telling him to shut up. You heard another woman. Like, she's like, nope, don't even engage with him. But the fact that there were other people around, excuse me, that woman who got into an argument with a man at a hot dog stand, there were men standing around who said nothing when this man hit her at least three times. And then on top of that, they lied to police. And she got arrested. They released her and dropped the charges because they found out that those people were lying. But yes, Tyler, let's talk about how women need to settle for less because that's what we're told. We, they make jokes about when when you get on you leave your ass for a white girl. But notice they're not they're saying when you are have like you a little bit you actually are in a better place financially. You can't approach no woman of no other race being a brokey. You actually don't approach these women until you're not a brokey. So why are you telling black women y'all should settle for less? I'ma bring you less. But y'all don't tell that to other women. Oh, and by the way, stop telling black women, what do you bring to the table? I bring the house that the table's in. You are only asked to dress the table. Bitch, I have the house that it resides in. Stop playing with me. Okay, so the other thing I want to talk about is Bethany. I Again, I said I'm a bravo-holic bro- Bethany used to be on my top 10 of housewives. Yeah, I, I can't do that anymore with her. So Bethany decided to be very, very much somewhat seemingly very active on the TikTok. I'm trying to use my words very, very carefully. Um, so she was very critical. She would do makeup um, reviews. She did a lot of stuff on the Kardashian brands on her TikTok. She would say that. So she decided to come to the TJ Maxx and bring makeup that Eva, she was, and I'm like, at this point, you know, some of that stuff was gifted. She didn't buy all that. So either stuff that she tried, like she bought and tried and didn't work or stuff that she was gifted 
and tried it didn't work she decided to quote unquote bring to her friends at tj maxx to give to them now she said she had like makeup and she separated bags and brushes i'm like you did a whole lot um which is hilarious to me um here's the thing there's nothing wrong with donating things you know who accepts donations like that shelters daycare centers transitional housing shelters they accept donations of um food clothing people who um, menstruate menstrual um products um menstrual hygiene products they accept makeup they accept suits those kind of places accept donations. You actually, since you got all this time and like experience, you would think you'd look that up. I'm pretty sure someone at transitional housing, someone who, so someone transitioning from being out of jail to back in society. I'm pretty sure they may do that, but no, you brought into TJ Maxx and also recorded it. And then you see the woman saying, I'm trying not to get in trouble. You want to know why? Because there are policies against that, you dumb ass. You bozo. And she's like, oh, you're not going to get in trouble. It's like, you don't know that because you don't know the policies of that company. Bethany, are you serious right now? And she was just like, uh, and mind you, she's on camera. Do you know how many times people have, like, people who have been at work and been on camera, and even if they did something wrong, they still get I'm sorry, they do something right, they still get in trouble. They could not show the person's face on camera. That happened to the woman that was working at the front desk of a hotel and that uh, that customer was dead wrong. She never showed his face. Corporate still told her you need to take it down because um, you, you still had his voice. She's like, I never showed him. Yeah, but we can hear his voice. And one... He was the one that was wrong. And it's still the company telling her she needs to stop. So Bethany, you don't have that much control. And then find out, oh, she did get in trouble. I'm like, yes, that is against policy. I don't even work there. And I know it's a policy against accepting those kind of gifts. But then I think what Bethany didn't hear is that what she said, oh, I brought it to them, the TJ Maxx, because, you know, it's pretty high end. And I, you know, it's like, it's makeup that they couldn't afford or that i don't think they can afford how the fuck do you know that also what makes you think that they want that what girl what so then people asking her asking carol and then she said the white savior complex and then it was like see here's the deal when it was team carol versus team bethany and that and carol's last season i'm like i'm sorry i'm team carol on this because why is bethany rubbing me the wrong way and so team carol keeps actually dictating why i was team carol versus team bethany i don't want to hear about that lady who helped that other man allegedly actually hurt uh, hurt children and do sex trafficking you can bring that up and it was like girl shut up <laughs> i'm like that's the thing I'm like what does that have to do with this it, it's terrible if she actually was friends with someone who did that. But also, y'all really be thinking they'd be friends walking around. Excuse me, I am a trafficker. Be my friend. That's not how any of this works. Y'all are weird for thinking that. Anywho. So then she got mad. She's like, I'm saying I have weight saver complex. And then she said, somebody emailed me and said that is racist towards me. I'm like, girl, so first of all, I don't, like, um, produce said email from said person because girl what the heck the other thing is is like shut up bethany you literally walked into tj maxx and walked up to your friend that you didn't even know their name her name's consuela and then decided to give her makeup because you felt like they couldn't afford it you literally brought them makeup that you didn't think they could ever afford that's why you gave it to them you didn't go find like Hey, y'all, I have a lot of makeup products and, and skin products, and I'm trying to figure out what to do with them. I don't want to just throw them out. You know, what do I think you should do? I'm pretty sure a lot of people would have said, why don't you donate it to a few shelters? Somebody would have told you that. See, that is how you don't fall into the white savior. I'm like the teacher in Dangerous Minds movie trope. If you had actually said, what do you guys think I should do? Now, people probably say, girl, send it to me. 
we're the same we're the same skin tone send it to me they probably would say that but also if you really are about being being philanthropic you would have just gave it to some shelters but again you wanted attention and the attention that you got you're like this is an attention that i want you just wanted attention essentially you didn't care what attention yes bethany you fall into the white saver complex carol was not wrong it's just funnier because carol's also white she could and she you know, called you on it. This random person who is your fan who said that Carol was wrong and she's being racist towards you. Shut up. One, I don't care. I'm like, even if this person is not imaginary, they can choke and shut the hell up. And it's like, it's so disappointing to watch because I'm like, you don't even, like, you are too old to not realize how problematic what you just did truly is because you didn't do it because you and Consuela had talked about makeup and you decided to bring said makeup that you and Consuela talked about. No, you brought makeup to the women that, of TJ Maxx of all people, not Lord and Taylor because I'm pretty sure some of the women that work at, um, I'm sorry, that work in Lord and Taylor or Macy's or um, Nordstrom, they may not be able to afford the makeup there either. No, no, you ain't bring it to them. You brought them to TJ Maxx, that says enough. And it's like, ma'am, shut up. Or better yet, not bring it to them at work. You could have literally asked Consuela, hey, is there an address? I'm like, I want to, like, you know the stuff I talked to you about? I want to send it to you. You can't bring it to them at work, you clown. She's such a clod. What a maroon. What a nincow poop. I had to get that off my chest. But y'all, this has been the Mocha Minutes Podcast. It's been six years. Six years. I don't know if it's birthday or anniversary. I don't know. Should I say it's my anniversary? Because I'm like, I don't know. But your your content are your babies, right? If you have like an Instagram page, TikTok, YouTube channel, podcast, I'm like, I guess baby. So I guess it is the sixth birthday of the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Thank you for everyone who made this happen. I appreciate all of you and I will be back. <clears throat> oh, when a difficult day goes by, keeping it together is hard, but that's why you've got to try. You've got to try. And when there's a thundering storm outside Underneath the covers you huddle and hide Open your eyes, open your eyes It's the truth, it's the truth, it's the truth Kind of love, it's the truth it's the truth, it's the truth, kind of love.